0: hello everyone testing um five six seven eight reporting to you live in my closet once again because it is nine o'clock at night and everyone in the house is sleeping so i can't really get too loud but it's cool we out here in my closet so i guess we in here in my closet and Yeah! What it do everyone? Hello! Welcome back to another episode of Soulful. I'm your host Jess and today we're just gonna do a little freestyle episode. Anything goes. There's not really a structure to it. I'm just gonna be catching up with you all and let's see how it goes. Let's just see what I can think about off the top of my head and I do have a few things that I do want to talk about. So let's get it started, baby. Okay. I guess something that you all don't really know is that I actually do voice warm ups in the beginning of my episodes. Hello? Am I speaking loudly enough? Okay. Yeah. So um, I do voice warm ups at the beginning of my episodes. Um, this way I don't stumble over my tongue. So yeah, you know the whole high school musical voice warm-ups that um, Sharpay does with her brother? That's me before the beginning of every episode. And yeah, fun fact, I used to be in a theater class. I love my theater classes. Any chance I got in high school and in college, I would take a theater class. And one of the things that they taught me there was how to, I guess, like enunciate my words. So... The voice warm ups that we've done were okay, you have to say red leather, yellow leather. But you have to say both of those like back to back for 5 times. And that kind of works out your tongue so that you can speak a little clearly, you know what I mean? And then another one another one that we used to do was to say unique New York And that one was to um, emphasize the letters that you're saying. So unique New York. Like, Okay, whatever. Anyways, I just wanted to say that because I thought it was really, yeah, I was literally just doing that. After I did the intro that I did right now, I kind of stumbled over my words for a few things. And I was just like, wait, I didn't do my voice warm-ups. Maybe because it's 9 o'clock at night and I usually do the podcasts in the mornings. But like, you know. We had a late start. So something that I've been thinking about lately is quarantine weight, honey. Oh, gosh. Should we get into that? Your girl gained some quarantine weight. But it's okay. It's all right. To some people, they might see me and they'll be like, Jess, you're still pretty petite. But I think it's because I know my body. And it's just different. It's just different lately, first of all. Obviously, we're in this pandemic, so (laughs) there's a lot of indoor activity. Um, I know the gyms are open, but I don't know. I feel a little dirty going to the gym. But to each their own. I know some people are still doing it. But for myself, I don't think that I would be going to the gym anytime soon until we're safe. Until we're good to go out. But anyways, talking about body images... I saw this post on Instagram, and I'm just going to read a little part of it. Um, it was just talking about gaining quarantine weight. And part of it said, Your body has been processing so much stress and trauma that if you are alive and healthy, you are good. Your body is good as it is. You are good. And honey, where are my words of affirmation people at? Put your hands up. No, <laughs> but um let's not be hard on our bodies because in 2020 we have kind of gone through a lot as a whole and individually so let's not be hard on ourselves please okay so not recently but over a couple months ago my boyfriend and I we were figuring out what to watch on Netflix and he was like oh like let's watch the Twilight Zone And I was like, all right, cool, let's do that. So we ended up watching The Twilight Zone, and we watched one of his favorite episodes, and it's called Eye of the Beholder. So in this episode, oh, and also, just a little warning, I'm going to, this is a little spoiler alert. I will be telling you exactly what happens in this episode. So, I mean, you can skip ahead, honey. Or you can just let me tell the story. Okay, so in this episode, Eye of the Beholder, The scene opens up. There's a woman. She is in the hospital bed. She has like all these, she has like bandages on her face. She kind of looks like a mummy. Like her complete face is all bandages. And she's asking the nurse, nurse, when will I be able to take the bandages off? I don't want to be ugly anymore. You know, she's talking to the nurse, talking to the doctors. And they're saying, you know, you've had, you've had about nine to 11 surgeries. And if we can't fix your face, then there's nothing else we can do. And you're going to have to move out of our area because you can't be looking like this in our society because you'll be scaring all the kids because your ugliness is too much to bear. That's pretty much what they were saying. At one point, she kind of gets hysterical because she just wants to be beautiful. She just wants to be normal. She doesn't want to be ugly anymore. But then, you know, later on, the doctors just say, like, no, you're being hysterical. Like, we will take off the bandages, but we need you to heal. Whoops. Okay, yeah. Sorry, that was my guitar. I am in my closet, like I said. Um, Okay, anyways. So, the woman, she's on her hospital bed. She gets hysterical. She's talking to the doctors. She wants to take her bandages off. Correct? The day has come. The day has finally arrived, my friend. Oh, and by the way, just a little side note. The whole time in the show, in this point of the show, I'm talking about the middle of the episode right now. No one's face is revealed. So the woman's face is still bandaged up. Um, And then whenever the nurses or the doctors come by, there's like a shadow over their face. Like, you know they're speaking, but you don't see their faces. So the time has come, my friends. The woman is about to have her face revealed because she's had so many like plastic surgeries. They're saying that her bone structure and her skin is just not, is just not the business. It is not the norm. So they're about to remove the bandages. And with every snip, you know, he's saying like, oh, can you see the light? And she's saying, yeah, like I can see a little bit. Um, and whatever they're taking out layers and layers and then finally they come out to the last layer and he drops the scissors and he says no change you're still as hideous as you looked before that wasn't word for word but that's pretty much what he was saying and they finally reveal her face and if you look at her face she looks exactly like Marilyn Monroe Like, she has a cute button nose. She has curly blonde hair. She's beautiful. Beautiful. Okay? And then finally, the doctors and the nurses, their faces are revealed. And when you look at their faces, they look like pigs. And I'm not even trying to be rude or anything. But they look like... If I can describe in a way that you would understand. They kind of look like Who's. Like, from Whoville. Except with... Instead of like a pointy nose, they have a pig nose, like literally a pig nose. So then she starts freaking out. She's like, I can't believe I look so ugly. Like, I can't believe I still look like this after 11 surgeries. And she's getting hysterical. So she starts running away. And because at this point, because she's quote unquote so ugly, they don't want her to live in their in their town anymore. Because they're saying like you're scaring the kids like people don't want to look at you because you're so hideous. You don't look like everyone else. So then, honey, she's running, right? She's running. And then the news comes on and it's their leader, like pretty much like the president of their of their town or their country, whatever they're living in. And he's pretty much saying uh, one thing that like he says that stood out was glorious conformity. And he was pretty much saying that there has to be one norm, one idea of beauty and if you're anything other than, if you are different, then you will not be accepted. You will not thrive in their town. Visual what? Doesn't that sound like today? Okay, anyways, so homegirl's running away, but they finally catch up to her. And the doctors and the nurses, who look like pigs, tell Miss Little Marilyn Monroe that she is too ugly to live in their town. So she's gonna. they're going to have someone pick her up so that they can... Take her to where she belongs, to people who look just like her. So then the doctors and the nurses hand her over to a man who looks like James Dean. He looks like a straight up freaking model, okay? Well, at least in our society. So he looks like a model and he says, We're not welcome here. Like our type of beauty or ugliness is not welcome here so that's why we need to leave because we will not be accepted for the way that we look pretty much is what he was saying okay i'm like paraphrasing but this is pretty much what they were saying so the whole moral of the story is that beauty is in the eye of the beholder i mean i think even down to the very thought of me thinking that she was beautiful it still goes back to like okay what do i consider as beauty You know what I mean? Like in their society, the way that she looked was so different, was so out of the norm that it wasn't even beautiful anymore. But if you were to look anything like them, then that's what they would see as acceptable. It's just kind of crazy because the Twilight Zone definitely obviously took place decades ago. But I feel like those type of morals, like questioning what is beauty, what is normal, those type of questions can be found in like today's society. Like what is a guy supposed to wear to be a guy? What is a girl supposed to wear to be a girl? And if it's anything out of the norm, then that's weird and it's unacceptable. I remember when I took an interpersonal communications class. That class was dope, by the way, Justin Weiss. Check him out. If you need any communications classes, you should take one with him. But what Weiss was pretty much saying was, you know, like, how I'm dressed today, which he was, like, in a, I don't know, like, in a coat and, like, pants and, like, regular shoes. And he was like, how I'm dressed today is how I dress. But if I were to come in tomorrow with heels, a dress, and a wig on, how would you guys feel about that? And as a whole, obviously, um here and there students were saying like oh we wouldn't mind like you know like we would be accepting to it and he pretty much said okay maybe you would like to be accepting to it but because it's out of the norm and something that you don't see often it would kind of make you think twice and like kind of give a little a look like kind of like huh like why is he doing that because it's out of the norm and then I think it just goes on to The whole idea that we have accepted what normal is, which are like beauty standards or how feminine a woman should be or how masculine a man should be. And we have accepted those things as normal that when something is not the way that it is, then we kind of see it as a weird change as a society. I'm talking about like it's almost like a threat and it's different. And I'm not saying it's okay to think that way. I think we should practice what the new norm is, which is not gender roles. Like who decided that if you're not tall enough, then you're not man enough. Or if your boobs are not a 32 double D, then you're not woman enough. Like who decided that? Who made that normal? Because bitch, I am abnormal as fuck. Like, I remember being a young girl and just being okay with my body. And I mean okay in the most genuine, perfect form. So I didn't think any less of my body. I didn't think my body needed anything else. It was just, it is what it was. And like from my skin tone to my body figure, I was good. I was good with my what my body looked like. Until you get like outside sources saying, you're too dark here use some whitening lotion and that really happened as a freaking filipino that happens and then also having outside sources saying you know you would be a lot like you would be so perfect if you had boobs oh what hello judgmental like can i just live can i just like have the body that i have and be perfect as is like is that okay And then, like I said, it goes back to the freaking Twilight episode where, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Because what society wants you to look like is probably so far from what you look like naturally. Maybe to some people, that's what they wanted. And then they put those doubts onto you because you don't look like that. Homegirl looked like Marilyn Monroe, like, she was beautiful that like the nurses and the doctors and the people that were around her said, no, you're hideous. I can't believe you look like that. Why do you look like that? Why does your nose do that? Why do you have a button nose? Why do you have a cute smile? Ew, that's ugly. And I'm sorry, honey. I am just so like fired up about this topic and to think I had nothing to talk about today. But I think I'm just so fired up about this topic because it just matters to me. Because I know that as a young girl, being okay and confident in my own body, but then hearing outside sources say specific things about my body that they wish something was better or something was bigger or something was slimmer. that That is ugly. That is ugly to have that mindset. Like, what if I did have bigger boobs? It would be over for you, bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Um, I don't even know, like, where to go from here. And I do feel like there there's going to be more that I do want to talk about. So we're just going to... I'm just going to share this, the question that I wrote on the Soulful Podcast Instagram and it was ooh, let me just say it's a new segment that I came up with okay it's called piece of advice so and it's spelled peace like peace sign of advice so what is um, a piece of advice you would give to your friends who aren't feeling too confident in themselves lately And I got a lot of responses. So thank you guys so much. Oh, when I say a lot of responses, I literally mean probably like up to eight responses. But I think that's a lot. So, hey, that's a lot to me. I have the beholder. All right, let's get it. We have one from Gossip Girl 5678. And she said, there's no one else created like you are. Be you, do you. And honey, yes, that is correct. I feel like a lot of people in this society and that's into social media see the whole ideal body which is nowadays lately has been the over-exaggerated hourglass and they see that and it's kind of like oh my gosh I'm gonna be like that but it's like no 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 no, you my friend are created the way that you are created and no one else is created that way and if you feel like you want to work on some things then put in that work I mean I know it's easier said than done but find that drive find something that motivates you to work on whatever you want to work on in an organic natural way you know okay and then we have one from it's Lexi Clark and she said remember one thing you thought you couldn't do but conquered I think that's like really cool because you have to sometimes look back on your journey and whenever you're doubting yourself, whenever you feel like you're stuck, remember back in the day when you prayed for that one thing that you're at right now. Let's say, oh my gosh, I haven't started my career yet in the thing that I went to college for. But then thinking about five years ago when I never even thought that I would even get my bachelor's, when I thought... Um, yeah, I'm never going back to school. I don't want to go back to school. But then, honey, look at you now with a degree. But anyways, yes, that counts for everything else in life. When you feel like you're a little stuck, think about where you were five years ago. What did you want back then? And have you achieved those goals now? All right, let's do another one. This one is from Johnny underscore V underscore junior. And he said, every time you see your." sorry i forgot how to read but he said every time you see your reflection say something kind about yourself i love that and i love that i'm dating you this is a really good one especially because if you're someone like myself like i've mentioned before someone whose love language is words of affirmation allow yourself to look at yourself actually look at yourself and affirm the things that you want to believe and the things that are true And just see how that makes your day feel better. Or even boost your own confidence. We have one from Miss Julia Boulia. And she said, in the words of Hannah Montana, nobody's perfect. That's right. Okay, nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it. And then we have one from Christina Call 23. And Tina said, God created each and every one of us uniquely and perfectly the way he wanted it to be. I think that is something to think about because I feel like everyone has their own individual gifts and things that are very specific to the way that they um, communicate with people, to what their passions are and the desires that they have that go hand in hand with their personalities too. So rather than beating yourself up about not accomplishing what another person has accomplished, that's wasted time. Because there are things that are specifically catered for you in your own path to where you want to be that has nothing to do with the other person's path. I know sometimes it could be a little hard to not want to compare yourself to another person, but whatever they're working at is specific to them. And whatever's coming for you will be specific for you as well. Oh, this one hit me. Okay, so this one's from Alcazar, And Star said, if you died tomorrow, would you want to spend all this time hating yourself? Honey. Okay, hold up. This reminded me... Okay, so I watched this one interview from Billie Eilish. And uh, it was a while ago. And she was just saying... A little bit of the same thing right here. So she was just saying like, um, if you're living your life for other people and what other people want, and one day those people die, then you're going to look around at everything that you've created and you're not going to be happy because everything you ever did was for those people who aren't even here anymore for you to seek for approval, for the validation. Like, are you proud yet? So in the end, do things for yourself. And in this case loving yourself, you no? Know? I would hate to be in my old age and look at old pictures of myself as my younger self and think, dang, you look so beautiful, but you spent so much time being sad about the way you look and things that you could fix about yourself. You know, like what? That is a wasted time. And I think about what I would say to my younger self who beat herself up so much. And it's like, honey, look in the mirror. Beauty. Confidence. Bitch. Bitch. Okay, next question. So we have one from Ruby Soriano. And Ruby said... Everything happens for a reason, good or bad. At the end of the day, you're going to be a different person and be proud of yourself for going through those obstacles. That, the, the only word that came to mind was process. The process. So in order to get to where you want to be, you kind of have to go through it all and be uncomfortable you're going to have to learn how to discipline yourself through the good and the bad, like the times where it's not so easy. Maybe it is your dream job, but even within your dream job, there's going to be things that you need to go through to learn, to get better. And then once you go through it, you're going to be a more mature person, a better person. And it might take a couple more tries. It might take a few more tries with the same test and it might get a little frustrating, but it's all worth it. It's all essential for your growth. Bruh, at this point, my foot's asleep. Okay, this one is from MRTNZ, David Martinez, the homie from in and out Okay, so David said, if you look for the light, you'll often find it. Look for darkness and that's all you'll find. This one kind of goes back to the very first episode where we talked about what are you feeding your mind? How are you waking up every day and what is the very first thing you do? How do you exercise your mind? So in other words, if you are looking for for trouble, honey, you will find trouble. But if you are looking to be inspired, then you'll be inspired. Your mind and your thoughts and the things that you see are more open to the things that you are receptive to wait I'm sorry they're more receptive to the things that you're open to like what are you inviting in is what you will see more of look for the goodness look for the goodness in every day even though that might be a little challenging but even like the smallest things smallest victories I woke up today I made my bed those things can be celebrated too And then we have one from Diego Mendoza, taking it back to the king days. That's the middle school I went to. And Diego said, winners are not people who fail, but those who never quit. Okay. 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 This one I like because I remember there was this one picture that I saw of these two mine workers and both of them, you know, they were like digging for gold. They were both in a tunnel one of them stopped right at the very last minute to where if he could have like chiseled probably like a couple more chisels then he would have gotten to his gold but then the other one continued continued to chisel away and he finally got to his gold so moral of the story winners will fail at times but honey don't quit keep it going keep it moving I read something on the internet one time, and um, it kind of had something to do with this. And it pretty much was saying that quitting is kind of like slashing all three of your tires because one of them was flat. Like, why would you do that to yourself? Just change the tire, and then you can keep going. Some things you just need to keep working at, and then you'll see that win. You just have to put in that extra work, a little bit of elbow grease. And you'll see that win. And there will be days where you pop off, honey. Like I said in the last one, burnouts and two steps back. There will be days where you fall back because sometimes it's just what's familiar. After trying to rewire your mind into breaking those old habits, sometimes you just get triggered and you do want to pop off and you go back to what is familiar to you because it's what's safe. It's what you know. And that's when you feel like, you know, you kind of failed. But that doesn't make you a loser. You just have to keep working at yourself. Wow, this is a good episode. What the heck? Okay, hold up. So you're trying to tell me that I had nothing to say today. But here we are with a full-ass conversation. Before I end the podcast tonight, I do want to let you all know that if there is anything for you all to take away from this episode today... One piece of advice that I would give you all is to embrace the person that you are, your personality, your desires, your dreams, your goals, your beauty, the way that it is. Forget about what society says because I feel like everyone was created in a specific way to bring something to this world. And I don't mean to be such a cheese ball, but I truly do believe that. That is why we have the friends that we have, the real genuine friends that we have. And it all just seems to work out that way, you know? We love it. Embrace yourselves just as I will. I'm going to be working on that as well. Because like I said, I do not speak on this podcast because I live a perfect life, but because I need some learning as well. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Soulful. Don't forget to rate it five stars on Apple Podcast and leave a review because when I apply to other jobs for my career, they're going to look at this and they're going to see what have people said about this podcast. So it would help a lot if you guys did leave a review and rate it five stars if you enjoy this podcast. And now y'all already know the drill. If you have any questions for advice or stories to share, don't forget to follow at underscore soulful podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Let's talk. Bye.